0: Good morning, good evening, and good morrow, my wonderful witches and friends. My name is Mikhail Moonstrom, and I wanted to bring to you a random bit of tutorial magic. Now, oftentimes in our podcasts, we talk about the basics of witchery. We talk about casting of the circle, calling of the quarters. Things that each and every witch must do or should do if they are cleaning their room and doing your chores. I wanted to take a moment and highlight a little quick, hmm, are you doing it right? And likewise, can you do a quick double check on the circle and the quarters? Now, for those of you who do not know, when you practice magic, you practice magic within a circle, within a shape bound in nature to know no end, so that what you are creating, raising, and making stays constrained and operates within a manageable form consider it like this if you were to heat a portion of water it would take you a long time to heat a whole lake because it's a very big portion of water held in a very large container which would be the entire lake but if you were to take a cup full of the water from that lake and put it in the microwave in a much smaller container Why you could take any number of transitions or transformations and because you have less of it, it would take less energy and less work to heat it up or to change it. So in magic, we use a circle to constrain our working so that we can understand the cycles that it is bound to, an infinite one. And then likewise, so that we can restrict the amount of space that it will take place in in order to manipulate the amount of energy it takes to make that reaction or change occur. Now, similarly, when we say calling the quarters, what we are referring to is calling the elemental bodies. We are calling the elemental houses or walls present into the space. Within this circle, we are going to create a shape. So a circle, tell me, does it have a corner? Does it have a mark in which you can say that is its beginning or end? No, it does not. I can argue with you all day, but it does not. And so to do this we have first established something that is boundless that is that is formless it doesn't have a space of beginning or end and or, or 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 point of refraction it is the circle goes on and on and on and on and this is powerful but in order to work with something that we must create we are going to look at the world around us which we have found to be defined by fire water earth and air and likewise we are going to invoke evoke and create not create, but bring present these energies forth in our space. Similar, like you could look in chemistry or in alchemy, where you must have present, there must be mass, right? There must be spirit, there must be sulfur. You, must, you. Uh, I, I probably have my jargon mixed up in the alchemical correspondence I just gave. But what I mean is that in everything that you do, you have fire, water, earth, and air. You have a reactive force and an energy. You have a body. You have mass. You have a liquid nature; you have a spirit in the soul which flows flows to it or is absent from it, and likewise, there is the air or the space in between All right so if you could take take a proton take take a an atom, you have the rapid spinning electrons which are moving in confusion at such space to give the illusion of form. We could find this to represent Earth. as Earth is found with those things that are in friction to one another. We can say that the space in between the electron cloud and the nucleus is air. It is the absence of space. It is all space. It is that which gives the illusion of space. In the center, you have the neutron and the proton, those things which are engaged in a harmonious yet volatile reaction that is balanced, neutralized, and stable. Here you have quite presently fire, fire bound in the harmony that it, it, uh, of its equal, fire that is kept within the hearth. Now, there are a number of correspondences that you can look at to find how fire, water, earth, and air fit into all things. Inevitably, I find this to be true, and I'll let you discover it too. Take anything in life and you can find that it has a bit of earth, a bit of fire, a bit of water, and a bit of air. Somewhere, and in a, granted, these may not be as simple as, like, what you like those words: fire, water, earth, and air. This could be, you know, more, fission, reaction, ignition. They have all different kinds of words. So look and search. But in spellcraft, we call these principles the quarters. And in order to create form, to manifest something, we look to see that all manifested form is found in harmony on a level with these principles. So we want to bring that into our space as well. So we've created the circle around us, and now we want to bring into it the quarters. To do that, we invoke fire, water, earth, and air. And those become the four walls of our circle. They become the points of our structure where it can bear weight and likewise be present within a world which has form. Now, a lot of these things may seem abstract, big, large, or confusing, or it could seem, ah, that makes sense. I'm surprised I didn't know that sooner. And that's fine. You do you, boo. I, I, I want you to know these things because it's important to go beyond the pagan book that you may have picked up. Because a lot of times when we begin this journey, we are given everybody else's perspective, as I'm giving you mine. But that takes away sometimes from our own and the validity that that has over any other Your perspective is huge, incredibly important, and it drives so much. So in that space, what we highlight is the need to look, the need to see the things that you read, the things that you experience. And so all I mean in this place of circle casting, quarter calling, is that when you do it, there's a reason we do it. It's not just because I say to do it or because a book says to do it. It's because we're looking at nature as law. And we're using that to build those concepts into our spirituality, into our practice. A circle is an infinite shape. It doesn't have any bounds. It knows no end if you were to try to pick a point on it. And so when we're creating a space that we want to contain the energy of our working or the energy of all, we need it to be bound in those same ways, infinitely, like all is. When we want to create something, well, we want to use the things that created form has and if, if you look at the, everything that you live and are experiencing right now, that came from the earth. <laughs> it was formed. It exists. And so if you want something that exists, you have to operate by the laws that all things exist under. So when we call our quarters, we are bringing these mental understandings and these intellectual curiosities into the forefront of our mind as we do something. So that as we do that thing, it is done with a body. It is done with the spirit. It is done with a mind. It is done with a passion. And we carry these things forward into us. How you cast a circle is up to you. And I encourage you to give it a Google. How do you cast a circle? And see what other people do. But inevitably, if I were to give you a piece of paper and ask you to draw a circle, what do you do? There you go. If you are alone in space and you want someone, something else to be there, what do you do? You invite it. And this is the same with quarter calling. How you do it is up to you. Read, look, research. But in the end, it's an invitation. And that's all you have to, that's all you have to do. Right? Remember that you are thinking and it is your mind which drives it, and so your mind is the most important part of it. With that in mind, I wanted to share these things, these tips and these tricks to remember and to think of in all that you do. Remember, when you do something, you must also undo that thing. When you make it, you must unmake it, as you were made and will inevitably be unmade. So the cycle goes on and on and on deeper goes the magic into your heart and into your soul as it flows upward into your mind let it go and let it blow let it flow like candle flame you are you and the most magical you that you could ever be believe my friends believe my family thank you for joining me in this ramble on magical witchery tips and tricks be blessed And for those of you who are still here, welcome to that little bit where if you're so curious, if you're looking or you have more questions that you felt were sort of answered or tickled and teased up to this point, there are more things that you can do to learn. We have more episodes on this podcast that go all the way back through the steps of beginning your journey as a witch and more that are coming out regularly. We're active on Facebook where we do weekly tarot readings where you can get a forecast of your day. We also meet and gather once a week on a digital environment called RuneScape to engage with anybody who feels inclined in a way that we can in this very interesting environment that we're in today. Thank you so much for joining us. Remember that all proceeds that we earn in this podcast, we take and donate directly to St. Jude's Hospital in order to help those children who don't have it and to give to a system which needs far more than we do. That mind, have a beautiful and a blessed day.